0: Preface and Introduction of With the Judeans in the Palestine Campaign. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Beth Thomas. With the Judeans in the Palestine Campaign. By John Henry Patterson. Preface. Preface the formation of a battalion of jews for service in the british army is an event without precedent in our annals and the part played by such a unique unit is assured of a niche in history owing to the fact that it fought in palestine not only for the british cause but also for the restoration of the jewish people to the promised land in writing the following narrative my object has been to give a faithful account of the doings of this jewish battalion while it was under my command i am much indebted to captain h davis the rev l a falk mr bendov of jerusalem and canon parfit for permission to reproduce the photographs illustrating this book which add considerably to its interest j h p london nineteen twenty two introduction in the darkest days of the war the british cabinet decided that it would be good policy to create a jewish regiment and accordingly in august nineteen seventeen the first jewish battalion was formed from that day forth as a matter of duty and loyalty to king and country it was clearly incumbent on all those in authority to treat this new unit with justice and do everything in their power to make it a success it is to be deplored that this jewish battalion this ulam of israel did not receive while on active service in the holy land that measure of justice and fair play that was its due in common with the vast majority of my countrymen i have the fair play sense strongly developed i am always prone to be on the side of the underdog more especially when i see that the poor devil is getting more kicks than in all fairness are his due in palestine unfortunately i was constantly called upon to ward off unfair blows aimed at the jewish battalion under my command by certain members of the local staff of the egyptian expeditionary force i have passed over many of our sufferings in silence and no record of them will be found in this book but i am afraid they have left an indelible mark in the mind and heart of every man who served in the jewish battalion under my command and i fear that the evil effects of the local military administration will reverberate throughout palestine for many a long year but before i proceed further let me first of all make it clearly understood that i am not a jew indeed at the outbreak of the great war i knew nothing of this ancient people always excepting what i had read about them in the bible and other jewish books my first contact with jews was in the gallipoli campaign where i was sent in command of a corps composed of zionists who had escaped from palestine at the outbreak of war and taken service with the british forces presumably because i had had this experience i was appointed to the command of the first jewish infantry unit raised for service with the british army the career of such a unique unit is bound to be closely followed by all jews while it would not surprise me if the historian of the future seizes upon this dramatic appearance of the jewish warrior fighting for the redemption of israel under the banner of england as one of the most interesting episodes of the great world war unfortunately for us with a few honourable exceptions the local staff of the e e f were troublers of israel instead of furthering the policy of the home government by holding out a helping hand to this new unit on the contrary every obstacle was placed in its way in our times of tribulation in the holy land my thoughts often went back to the dardanelles and i was heartened and cheered by the remembrance of the vastly different treatment meted out to the jewish soldiers by the staff in gallipoli sir ian hamilton had vision enough to foresee what a tremendous force would be won over to the cause of england by dealing justly with israel in the mediterranean expeditionary force the attitude was essentially british i regret i cannot say the same of the staff of the egyptian expeditionary force in nineteen eighteen and nineteen nineteen i am happy to be able to put on record that the battalion was treated fairly and justly all the time it was stationed in england the staff at plymouth always held out a helping hand when needed and we embarked for egypt with the blessing of the war office and of the adjutant-general sir neville macready who told us before we sailed that it was his aim to form a jewish brigade and that he was writing to the commander-in-chief of the e e f to recommend that this should be done as soon as our numbers justified such a step i felt that the adjutant-general had confided a great trust to me when i was selected for the command of this jewish unit it was a complete change from the command of an irish battalion but the irishman and the jew have much in common temperament generosity love of children devotion to parents readiness to help those down on their luck and be it noted great personal bravery these qualities will probably not appear out of place to my readers so far as the irishman is concerned but i imagine many will be surprised when they hear that they also apply to the jew it is true however and so should be more widely known the soul-stirring deeds on the battlefield of such heroes as judas maccabeus bar Kokba, and many others can never be forgotten i had one fear when i took over command of the judeans and that was that i might not be able to do them justice i felt that if a suitable jewish officer could be found it would be more appropriate that he should have the honour of leading these soldiers of israel in the struggle for the redemption of palestine but although i publicly stated that i should be glad to see a jewish officer appointed to the command no one came forward and i was left with the whole weight of this great responsibility to the jewish people on my shoulders i therefore made up my mind from the moment i took command that so far as was humanly possible the jewish battalion should be brought through its fiery ordeal with honour it was unfortunate for the new regiment and doubly unfortunate for the jewish people in palestine as this narrative will show that the attitude of the local staff was diametrically opposed to the declared policy of his majesty's government which had announced to the world in the famous balfour declaration that palestine should once again become a national home for the jewish people in the face of this british announcement certain officials in the holy land acted as if this epoch-making declaration were nothing but a mere scrap of paper when i observed the vain strivings of these men and remembered the promise to israel i called to mind the saying of gamaliel the great rabbi if this work be of men it will come to naught but if it be of god ye cannot overthrow it this local anti-jewish policy eventually culminated in the jerusalem pogrom described at the close of this book when under british rule murderous native mobs ran riot practically unchecked for nearly three days within the walls of the city this deplorable outrage at last opened the eyes of the imperial authorities to what was going on in palestine with the result that the military administration was abolished a competent civil governor replaced the military administrator and sir herbert samuel was sent out to pour oil and wine into the wounds which the unfortunate jewish inhabitants had received and to carry out the declared policy of england as announced in the balfour declaration End of introduction